Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, hour number two already on a Saturday morning. Looking at wind up and down the coast. I'm not seeing those uh, strong winds yet. It's uh, that's a little breezy way offshore, 15, 18, 16. But along the coast and inland, it's calm. They're calling for some wind today, but I'm not seeing it right now. So, hey, go get them. And what little wind we do have, it's got west in it, either, you know, due west or kind of west-northwest. And uh, looking up uh, north on the area lakes, it's it's just calm this morning. Man, it's, what do you call that, Chamber of Commerce weather? My goodness. We'll take it. Get it while it, get it while it's good. Speaking of getting it while it good, while it's good, let's go down to G Town and check in with old Plog this morning, Captain James Plog. Hey, man, what's up, buddy? Have you got trout fever this morning? <laughs> no, hell no. Big big girl <clears throat> beat down in the future. No, I'm gonna play golf. Are you? Well, hey, you don't have any wind to work with. That's good. Oh, I played yesterday. It wouldn't matter if, if you had win, no win. Yeah, no, yeah, I got that win. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's a good thing I don't play golf for a living. Hey, just put it back in your stance and keep it low, man. Grip it and rip oh, it. I can't hit one anyway. Don't matter. It's terrible. But I had a good time. No, it's uh, it looks calm. These days right here, this time of year, terrible. I don't like these kind of days. Well. Not this time of year. I went through this Monday. It was just like this Monday. And, uh, man, they don't want to bite. Dead calm. Air clear. The current's a little bit different now. You get, now you have some water in the mornings right now. Yeah. It goes out, <clears throat> but uh, no, it's uh, yeah, chamber comes. Man, there ain't nobody fishing, dude. I think all week I've been every day except the front hit yesterday. I didn't go yesterday. Uh, total for a week, might have seen six boats. 
Huh. That's for the week. For the week, there's nobody fishing. Nobody, nowhere. Well, I bet they're out there today. I bet they ain't. There ain't nobody fishing, man. Really? I'm telling you, they ain't going. They ain't going. <clears throat> but somebody walked into them. Well, we, we was... We was in fish all day there Thursday, man, but uh, and you just can't keep them. Keep, you just can't keep them biting, you know? Yeah. Uh, we got out. I got out real early. We got out of the boat. I think it was like 624 when we got out, and we started catching them right off the bat on everything. It didn't matter. Top waters, floating hot rods, sinking, marylers. It, it didn't matter. It wasn't throwing any tails. But they were small fish, and then Jay caught, you know, a couple of nice trout. And I caught a nice trout. Another guy caught one. And a little bit further, it was beautiful, man. The first two hours of the of the morning, Thursday was drop-dead gorgeous. And I flew down in there, and, and uh, I caught one on top water, probably four pounds. You know, we don't keep fish, so I didn't go away, but probably four pounds. So Jay I said, it's a good one right here, man. You get in here a little bit shallower. And uh, yeah. he got in there. And we we went quite a ways. And I looked back at the boat, and it wasn't but about a mile and a half down there. And I said, man. Oh, is that all? I better go. Oh, yeah, it was light for me. I said, I, I better go get the boat, man. And Jay, they were just getting get in a really good spot, and I really didn't want to be in there fooling around with them. <clears throat> so let me go get the boat. So I go all the way back to the boat, and I ain't had a, I ain't had a touch. Get in the boat, fill around. And there's something I want to fish right behind the boat, which it's a place that it, it's got some, you know, it, it, it's, I don't know if it's a common place, but when there's boats, there's boats, but there's nobody fishing. You know, do anything you want. I said, man, let me wall around back there. So I walked back there and I was throwing everything, nothing, 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 not a sniff. And the wind had come up a little bit at that time. And I said, man, I, I'm going to put a jig on and just, you know, walk back to the boat. I put a little that little clear, whatever I had. I think that little clear little John. With them little uh -huh. specks and little bitty old head. And I'm like, man, let me go back and go go pick them up. <clears throat> I spun it out there. Boom, got one. I said, man, look at here, man, got one. Nice trout. Two and a half pounds. Fire back out there. Boom, I hook one about four and a half, five. Comes up. Gives Dang. it back to me. I said, I said, that was a good one. Anyway, long story short, I made ten casts. I hooked four fish and caught three. Beast one about three pounds. I said, man, I, I got to go get them. So I backed out of there. <laughs> and by the time I get back down there and get them, well, Jay had missed a really good fish. He said, man, I just blew one. He said, an easy five, maybe six. Jay knows what they look like. Right. And I said, well, I said, but let's go back down here. I think I walked into them. And so we go back down there, and I stop way far, and I throw motor in there, get right, <clears throat> get out. And the tide by this time has done gone out. And it got real low. This little old reef runs out like a 45. You walk out there. Ooh, walk right. out there. Boom, Jay sticks one, <clears throat> comes off. I thought there, stick one. I said, man, we're supposed to do it right here. That was like, man, the next bite we had right there was at 1130. And I think Brian caught one. I didn't with the troll motor to boat up. Brian had caught one about 19 inches, and he caught another fish about four pounds. We never had another bite <laughs> till five after four. Good Lord. And... and we went back down there where them fish were at, and I walked out there, and Jay said, man, take me home. Let's go. I said, look, we ain't getting to – he was going to fish Thursday and Friday. I said, you ain't getting to go tomorrow. Let's might as well keep fishing. <clears throat> I walked out there, made about 15, 20 casts. Boom, I catch another one about four pounds. And that's it. We never had another bite. So we went a long time with no bites. But I know what I'm throwing at. I know how many fish are there, and there's big and some mullet. You just – it was – man, when that sun started coming up, it, it look, you know, it's just, you know, it looks like there's millions of them there. And I don't know if there's millions of them. <clears throat> there's quite a few, but like I say, they, I couldn't get them to bite. And I listened to Charlie right before I slipped my wrist, but we're, we didn't, uh, there wasn't no midday bite for us. It was really first thing in the morning, little old spurt there about 11 o'clock, and that was it. Yeah. So, nice trout, you know, through, you know, like we talked about, there's threes and fours, there's fives and sixes. But J.C. blew a really good fish, and they just got through catching a couple that I don't even think were legal. 
he was laughing. He said he turned around and told Brian and Beth, there's little ones here, big ones. You know the old story. Yeah, oh, yeah. How, how, how many years you been hearing that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you live there's little ones, there's more little ones. That's the way I see it. <laughs> Clones. But uh, <laughs> and Jay sent it, and, you know, he knows. He's, and, and Brian said, yeah, it was a really big fish. And we'd fish this place Monday when there wasn't nothing biting. It was just absolutely terrible. And we had mm -hmm. some bites, and, and uh, somebody blew. They said it was a trout, and I said, whatever, you know, might have been a redfish. But he said, no, nah, I think it's a trout. Anyway, probably was a trout. So it was decent, but it was beautiful. It was a perfect fishing day. I mean, the wind got to smoking, but where I was at, it didn't matter. But, you know, the first, you know, two and a half hours, you know, till about 830, it was just just perfect, man. Little yeah. clouds and just enough ripple. I mean, it was, it was you know. But I watched that bite fade. But now, when I walked into them down there, they could have been there all morning. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Because when I walked out there, they're biting, dude. I mean, if I could just stay there and have to go get up. No, this was Thursday. I didn't go yesterday. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, okay. of front. Yeah, yeah, Jay was going to fish both days, Thursday and Friday, but we blew yesterday off. But I yeah, didn't know the fish it was there. yesterday. That north wind blew. Yeah, I played golf in it. It was, it was nasty. But if I'd have known them fish was right there where they were at, you know, I could have parked right there and fished it. I didn't know there was nothing there. Yeah. You know, because I, I don't usually, I, I, you know, it's just, I don't, there's always somebody, so I don't park right there usually. <laughs> but, right. man, they was, I mean, if I didn't have to walk out of the fish and go get nobody, I don't know how many I could have caught. They were they were doing it. And that was about eight. That's the man. I, I said I didn't make but ten casts and hooked four, so now I got to go get Jay and them, and that took that's, some time. That's pretty good odds for these days, especially when yeah, they're quality well, fish. Yeah, they were nice trout. I mean, it was something worth fishing for. But by the time I got down here and got them and everything, you know, I done killed like what, probably twenty five minutes. <clears throat> and uh, we walked back out there. They could have been biting since daylight. You know, that's already like whatever it is, eight forty five. Right. So, you know. If you ain't standing in them, I'm at a loss about, you know, hour and a half of fishing on them. Well, <laughs> so, we all like terrible. standing in them. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Bro, but, uh, nah, we weighed down we a flat and hit them, throw your anchor out and stand there. Or we, yeah, I remember it, buddies we had in the past, they'd, they waited three more trout than they ever caught. They'd just keep on. Oh, ain't that they'd the just, truth? You know, they'd hook a big fish and just walk up to it instead of reeling it up to them. They'd just reel and walk. Reel and walk. Hey, burn. He's shoreline them lineups, and somebody be creeping out. He'd get cussed like a dog. Hey, well, man. We, used to, we used to cuss him out, didn't we? <laughs> we used to light him up. Why are you, why are you walking out there in the middle of the fish? I mean, we're all standing here catching them, and why are you? You know, and then, and then they'd hook one and turn around and look at you. Like, <laughs> hey, I see you. Like, we can't see you. We know you got a fish on. Just throw your anchor out, dude. Hey, then you finally get mad. You just take them out there deep and drown everybody. I'd, I'd Gary Anderson their butts, man. Everybody. I'd just I'd push them all the way out to where I'm the only one that can reach them. That yeah, used to I aggravate me. Why Why would you not want to stand in knee deep to waist deep water and catch all you want? But you know these jokers, they they got to keep pushing them, and then then you're going over your waders, you up to your neck trying to throw to them. I'll just spin around and go back to the boat. Let's go, boys. We'll find us something better than this. <laughs> oh, I'd watch it. I'd watch you start going out there. I said, "Well, here we go." Of course, I'm neck deep. You was <laughs> you was just chest deep. I'm drowning. <laughs> <laughs> the it's worst was those. The worst were those uh, Houston Point Cedar Point lineups back in the day. Ooh, I mean, man. that was that was Gary Anderson City right there. Hey, I've almost thought I was going to drown there a couple of times. <clears throat> man, you could get out on that little piece of shell on the inside of Dallas, and I never could get out there. And I'd finally come out there with you. I could was... get just through that gut. I mean, it, it was just right up to my chin. And when I'd step up on that reef, come up to about waist deep, oh, Lord. <clears throat> yeah, that was, that, Look was, out. that was pretty good. That was pretty good right there. But then I we was, started uh, parking on it. Remember, we used to on a low tide, we just park on it and put the anchor out and jump out on it. Yeah, that's that's a boy. That's you know, a, I, you talk about a dead reef. Hey, I think the last good day I had on Dow's was when uh, you and I had that uh, 
that charity trip that guy bought that guy and his son-in-law those real nice people we took and yeah it was uh, pretty good fishing there that day it was when it was lee lee city that day we started out on the channel we're nuking them on bananas and pink lee lees and all that and uh on the way in i gave them a courtesy drift on dows and we started lighting them up remember how muddy the water was there we had some fresh water kind of going over the top of it but them fish yeah, were was, in there yeah we we made just a couple passes caught like 14 or 15 fish good nice ones fish, too fish. nice fish but it uh but i seen i seen more mullet thursday i seen stuff thursday that looked like the old times like this is what it's supposed to look like and i'll yeah. get my timing right I'll come up my way right. and see if you can find some of them sheets of mullet i hadn't seen a sheet of mullet up this way well you can go to a drain and get it like one of those levees with the water pouring out of the pipes after a rain yeah. you'll have them like that but uh and up by the spillway, you can well, always find tons of mullet up there by, you know, the spillway. Well, it ain't like that everywhere. I mean, you know, some of the places got you get, the mullet have come shallow, you know, uh, the way the water temperature is, you know, it's that time of year. But yes. even when we was catching all them redfish Wednesday, man, them mullet was in there. And he had to kind of look because there's streaky water and clear water. But you get in there, man, you see them flipping and they're swirling all around you. I mean, there's a lot of mullet, but, you know, we ain't had no millions of fresh See, that right there will make you want to keep fishing and grinding and casting. Let me knock this break out, James. I'll come right back at you. Hang on, brother. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 520 here in the Bayou City. Uh, real quick, I'm getting some text in from uh, AM listeners, and if you're able to, go to our FM station, 100.3, and go to HD2, and it's real clear. I know a lot of people are having, uh, you know, if you're kind of out of the city a little bit, A&M's, AM's kind of breaking up and uh, not doing too well this morning. But you can, uh, or go to our Odyssey app. Just go to odyssey.com and then punch on the outdoor show and you can stream it on your phone or your computer, however you want to do it. All right. Speaking of wild thing, let's go back to James Plug. Hey, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I told yeah. Jake, I said, man, your old radio ain't working. I Mine's on AM. I mean, I guess I could get FM, but I, don't, I ain't got. Well, got, you have to have an HD radio to do it. You yeah, know, one, I, just go to 100.3, you know, like the bull, and uh, go to HD2, which is the outdoor show. Yeah, my truck has it. This old thing I got up here ain't got nothing. Hey, I got a <laughs> radio. Old. I got an AM radio on my porch. I don't even know how old it is. I'm afraid to even move it. It's so covered in dust, and just, and it works perfect. Clear signal. Yeah, no, I, just leave, I just leave it there. 
Yeah, don't try to fix it or do anything. No, Clean don't it up touch it. Work. <laughs> if this it ain't is broke, a, don't fix it. This is a Bose that I gave Carol years ago. It, it right? plays CDs and stuff. Right. But it, it's, dude, it's old. <laughs> it's probably when Bose first come out, it probably cost like eight or $900 back then. Oh, day. that's that Wave Radio. Those are good. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it ain't no HD or nothing. It's barely got buttons on it, but it's pretty good. It plays, you know, CDs or whatever, but right. I just listen to it. I'm in here working or listening to you, but anyway, you know, the, what I've seen this year is a little bit different than last year because, you know, I was fishing Thursday, you know, like 20-something miles where I've been fishing. Right. Is There's a fair amount. Which last year, you know, you caught you caught pencils, and you caught you know sixteen, seventeen, eighteen inch fish every now and then, and I mean every now and then we catch a good one. I mean, a you know, legit, you know, six pound trout. I don't think I caught a seven pounder on the boat last year. I mean, I'd have to look, but I don't think so. Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, if we did, we didn't weigh it. But anyway. What I see this year, this winter anyway, is a lot more, you know, solid three and four pound trout. I'm not catching many. Yeah, I'm not catching a lot of fish right now. The bite ain't good right now. I mean, I think even Thursday, I think we caught 13 fish, you know, mm. me and two guys. And we probably blew another five or six. You know, we're not like catching a lot of numbers, but the fish are nice. Last year, you catch a lot of little old trout. And I ain't seeing that. At least we're catching some better ones, and mm-hmm. you know. And then every now and then, you need we pop some thighs and pop one big one. So that that looks a little bit better. I, I would rather be like that. I, I don't want to fish numbers this time of year. I don't want to have to try to go catch twenty, thirty fish. I don't. I ain't into that. Not this time of year. No. I'd rather go try to catch something good. But if you ain't got nothing good, what are you gonna do? But at least True. we got a few good fish right now. I can. I, at least I. You know, I say, hey, man, we can go catch a nice trout right here. He's here, and I feel good about it. Whereas last year, man, you might get lucky, you know what I'm saying? But I really wasn't like, okay, man, y'all throw right here. Here's a good one. Are your fish <laughs> still slicking any at all? Not these, Mickey. They were that, that one big, you know, and I heard Charlie saying about, you know, you got to have a lot of fish to slick. And this one area I was fishing, dude, it was, I mean, if you'd have saw it, you'd have said the same thing. You'd have said, oh, it's pretty good. But where I was Thursday, I no. Till the cows come home, they popping slicks. I ain't leaving. I'm, I'm yeah, staying but, with it. I don't care if I got to go four hours without a bite. I know they're there, and when they light off, bingo. One hundred percent. But it's in a bad spot, man. It, it's uh, it's an area that is is susceptible to wind. Yeah, a lot of wind. Anything over about ten, and mm-hmm. you know it gets it gets fourteen, fifteen. You're done. Well, certain wind directions, yeah, you're done. So it's 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 not a friendly spot as far as you know weather wise. <clears throat> you know, everything's got to set up just right. I mean, they're not right. right here, but them them redfish, dude. <laughs> the redfish and and I could care less, but like we talked about, better than getting a pool and the no pools. There's a lots of reds, and and they're not choders. They're they're good sized reds. If you're going to kill them, like Mike. We caught whatever we caught Wednesday, maybe 15, 14, 15, 16. We kind of lost count. But, you know, like Mike said, look, man, I just want three reds to eat, and that's it. <laughs> and we caught a big flounder. I told you we've been catching some pretty nice flounders. Like yeah. big, we were catching just little old nasty little flounders, you know. You little know, males. Little nasty, yeah. Little 12 inches. And I told yep. Kenny, I said, man, where are them good flounders? Not that I care, but usually we drag around in there, we catch four or five of them. And then sure enough, we started catching them. We hooked like four that day. We didn't catch but one. We hooked like four of them big ones, you know, three pounders. So there's some there's some flounders. So what what uh, time of the year was that? Back remember that big flounder run in West Bay that year when all them flounder were pouring in. Was that, that was March? right now? It was right that, now. No, it was February. Right now, I have. I knew it was late February, early March, and that's when you took you y'all took old Tom Dickerson. Y'all caught like eighty something flounder that day. We caught eighty flounders. The limit, but I think was was it twenty then or ten, Mickey? I think. Well, no, it was ten because there was six of us, seven of us, and we caught seventy because he had a film guy. He fished. Right. There's all there was seven or eight of us anyway, but we catch like. 
70, 80 flounders. I ain't never cleaned that many flounders in my life. And we, there wasn't many trout. I'll tell you when this was, it was 1990. It was after the, after it was after the freeze. freeze. That's yes, right. I remember that. No That's when it was. So we're in the middle of, so with the day before we caught them on Caronqua Reef and we caught like 18 and a few of them was jumping out of the water and they was eating glass minnows. And I don't know why we had glass minnows, but they were big at that time, like them mirror sized glass minnows. You can see them. So right. we went to this other spot and we got out, the cameraman, Diggerson, and we're, that was his first TV show he shot. Anyway, we get out, we start catching some flounders. Dude, in about two hours, they all start jumping out of the water. Goodness. And, buddy, we we go to stroking on them, man. And I remember Diggerson lost his stringer. It come off his belt with all them flounders on there, and we ended up finding it. But uh, that was pretty cool, and I was trying to get – man, I'm pretty sure, Mickey, it might have been 20 fish. It might have been 20 flounders because I think I had – I want to say I had 18, and I'm trying to get two more. Yeah, and I man, think I started, it might have been 20. 20. For a long time, it was 20. And, it uh, was 20. So I started <laughs> trying to catch my old two flounders, and I caught a trout. And I'm like, man, I don't want a two-pound trout. I, said, I don't want no trout. Then I caught another <laughs> trout. I said, man, my old flounders <laughs> quit, and I'm catching trout. I didn't want no trouts. I don't think I ever caught 20. I, I think I still had 18, but I caught four or five trout. But uh, they was in them glass minnows, man. That was oh, pretty I remember good. this time I, of year. You know, I think it was in the 90s when we were back there in the back of Trinity and, uh, you know, we had a good salty spring working. And that glass minnow pattern, I mean, you could set your watch by it every day, an hour before dark, all them glass minnows that come to the top back there. I don't care if you were over on, it didn't matter where you were in the back of that bay. And as far as you could see, trout were jumping out of the water like mullet feeding on glass minnows. You could throw that, anything hey, that, you had in your tackle box and smoke them. And they were big ones too, buddy. It was, yeah, I had never that really was real, seen that. real trout. I haven't seen anything like that since then, and I'd never seen it prior to that. But remember that year, the glass minnows were big, that mirror lure size, you know, catch 2,000 size looking, and they were They just, were big uh, ones, man. You hey, could you fish through, you were blue in the face all day, and catch a handful of fish and it's an hour before dark every day you could bank on it they're coming finally we, we wised up started going in the afternoon and yeah uh, i got tired of that i started putting in at noon and uh wearing my guys down to where they you know just just right and comfortable when the when the fish lit off at five o'clock or whatever hey it didn't matter where you went you could be at white hair you'd be on the ridge you'd be back there by Long pass. Island, it, Triangle, it, you know, Green matter. Island, Cross. It didn't matter. And they'd all start jumping out of the water. i never forget. It may have been my dad. There was six of us. We're on North Ridge, and I think you were back there. By, that was uh, on Good Friday. And, uh, was that I Good had Friday? The, I had Mickey Ray and Sean that morning. It was northeast at like 25 to 30. We didn't go. I, and I said, that'll win a lay down this afternoon. We'll run up north. And I still had my big hydrosport then. Yep. And we ran up north because I knew you were on the ridge and I could get to the, you know, get up north up there around Long Island faster. And as far as I could see in any direction, there was trout jumping out of the water. And I mean big ones. You'd see big an eight ones. pounder ju just, you know, breach. Looked like a great it was, white. What was up with that, man? I remember Cullen saying, this is terrible. I said, dude, just wait a minute, man. I'm telling you, they're going to bite. Right when that sun started going down, it was still above the trees there on the ridge, you know, where it was it was right. going down. No, to the west. I mean, on the trees over there by the spillway. Right. I said, look, man, when that sun gets right, uh, while I was looking at the, the bank there on the riverbank, I said, you watch. We're fishing, and he's cussing me. Nobody's catching nothing. Everybody's getting wet, <laughs> tides coming in. Hey, and I looked down there, and I saw one jump out of the water. I didn't say nothing. A little while longer, I saw, poom, poom. One went one way, one way. I said, look, Cullen, watch down there. He said, what's that jumping out of the water? I said, they're all trout. And, buddy, that sun hit the deck. You can't catch them any faster. Y'all were doing the same. It didn't matter. Y'all did the same thing. Big, your fish were a little bit bigger. Everything we catch catching was like three to five pounds. We yeah. had a couple of sixes. 
but y'all were catching a few better ones. But I'd never seen that. And then you go to White Heron and do the same thing at dark, but those fish were smaller. They were like two and three pounders, but they's all jumping out of the water too. Man, that's crazy times, buddy. Well, that was a lot of fish, dude. That Hey, look at that area we're talking about, those areas. That's millions of fish. That's like a lot of them. Yes. I remember uh, probably the biggest school of fish I've ever seen in my backyard over there was in uh, during teal season. Years back, Blaine and I had a, uh, a double deal, you know, cast and blast. We teal hunted them that morning. Everybody went and ate lunch. And I'm trying to remember, I think the guys I had, their name was, it was Pat Long Sr. and Jr. And they had their old dog in the boat with us, their hunting dog. <laughs> he had the crap in my hydrosport, but, uh, you know, dogs got to do his business. But we popped out that afternoon. It was just slow, and, and that bay lit off. And there was a school of birds that stretched from Green Island. It was a half mile wide. It stretched all the way past the dredge, almost to Umbrella Point, and six feet of water. As far as you could see, there wasn't enough birds to pick up all the shrimp that were blowing out of the water. And, man, I'm just a brief guesstimation, 350, 400 trout is what we caught. We caught them until we were just sick of catching them. Man, that's crazy, ain't it? And, and Blaine's on – Blaine, I can see him on the horizon. He's in the same thing, and he'd just pull out of them and pull in on some more. And, I mean, they were all together. It wasn't like pods of birds. I mean, it was one half-mile wide stretch for six miles as far as you could see. Those shrimp had dumped out of the marsh, and them yeah. trout were waiting out there just rolling them up. I, I'd never seen anything like that. Still had Never that's will, probably. That's insane. Hey, but, you know, that's, that's probably millions the same of fish, fish you, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the same that's, fish you probably caught that winter. You yeah. Know, all, yeah, that's the ones that know. covered all the reefs up and, you know, the whole winter t pattern. It just, uh, hey, you it was can make crazy. one pass on. Remember, we used to go to, well, not not only, well, of course, we like Dow's, but you, you go to Beasley's on that deep end of Beasley's and drift into inner Beasley's, and you could catch, what, 40, 50, 60 fish on one pass? One drift. Southeast wind or a northwest <laughs> wind, you can just drift right down the. Middle of the reef, never stop catching them. Hey, we had I had Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house in Jamaica Beach. Me and Colin drove to Crawley's, put in. It was pouring down rain. We made two passes across Beasley, filled the bottom of my 17-wheeler up, and drove back to Galveston, and we were there by like 11 o'clock. <laughs> huh? On Thanksgiving, pouring down yep. rain. I think Pete was out there that day. Not he didn't have the blue Lamar then. He had that snub noser. Yeah, he had the he had the snubber, the sixteen, uh, kind of cream colored with a yellow top or whatever it was, or amber top. Yeah, that was the snub. Hey, whatever the he snubber. had, there, old, had that old had that old uh, uh, sixty or seventy horse on it or whatever it was. Yeah, it was nasty. What did Pete ever do with that Lancer, the new Lamar he got? Did he the blue take one? it to the dumpster? Uh, I think one, yeah. that went to the dump. I think it did. No kidding. Yep. <laughs> Man, Pete was proud of that. He was proud of that Lancer. We caught a lot of fish in that old blue. That's Lamar Lancer. Yep. Yeah, that blue one. He was proud. Of it. it was brand new. I think the last one the guy ever built, I think. Well, he had it there. It wasn't finished yet. It had just been sitting there for a year. And uh, Pete kept going by there trying to talk him into buying it, and he finally told him he'd sell it to him. Man, <laughs> I went with Lamar with Maurice last year, I think, or year before last. I said, "Let me." Drive. I told him, "I said, let me drive." He said, "I'll go get the boat." I said, "No, nah, you're too. Let me go get the boat." It was way down there a little ways. So I stomped down there and I jerked that old motor up and I put it down there in the old Lamar. So I just wanted to drive this thing. So when when I sink, or we sink, I know I've drove this thing. Uh, my daddy had one. He loved it. I mean, there was a million fish caught out of that boat, buddy. And uh, You ain't kidding. That was uh, the the best one was my Uncle Willie had a 20-foot Lamar. Man, that was a Cadillac Lamar right there. Doug Rutledge had one. Yeah, that Doug, was the best Doug one. Had Doug the 20. had one. Yeah, that, that was mm -hmm. a good boat. Now, it was a great winter boat because you could sit down behind that windshield, stay warm on, on your boat rides. <laughs> 
Hey, we got caught in a northern in Maurice. This is years ago when he had that yellow one. We yeah. got caught in a northern on the shell hunt. We put in where we put in, I think maybe at Pirates or something. And we got about four or five miles to go, and, and we are fixing to die. There's no question going down. I said, hey, man. <laughs> Where's the life jackets in this thing? I was looking up underneath that little cutty because there's no way we're going to make it. And we did. We, we made it in. He said, oh, man, you ain't got no faith. Hey, if you no know how to drive them, they're seaworthy. I mean, look, look at all the times him and Bob cross that ship channel, man, you know, from Texas oh, City. <laughs> dude, I promise you there's a hundred times Maurice and Bobby should have been dead coming across that ship channel. I'm watching them. I said, there's, why are they doing putting in here? Nick alone in there, popping cork on in. All right, buddy. Well, I got to roll, right. man. You go, you go shoot a a sixty on the front nine and a forty on the back nine, or thirty nine on the back nine. Then you can shoot that would ninety nine today. That would be nice. Be nah, better than what I shot yesterday. I know better than that. All right. Well, hey, throw out a number. Somebody wants to go to the bottom in style, brother. All right, buddy. Four nine seven seven one seven three zero six. And if you go to the bottom of a Boston Whaler, it's really bad. <laughs> All right, man. You go, you go down in that thing, you got problems, dude. <laughs> you got it, dog. All, All right, right, see you, you, James, later. All right, that's Captain James Plog down in G-Town. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be, and there's no better way to live your bait or your tournament fish than with the oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display. They refill your bottles there. They have all their diffusers, regulators, and call Jason for more info at 281-701-8107. And while you're by the store, check out all their fresh, wild-caught guff shrimp. No farm raised at Boyd's. They've got them. Check them out at boydsonestop.com, or you can call them at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios. Points Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show all right it's 542 here in the bayou city let's run down to g-town and check in with captain sharky marquez this morning good morning sharky what's up buddy what's going on well today i'm going fishing well good <laughs> yeah man not early this morning but uh i got a trip at 11 45 so here shortly, I'm going to make my way over to Bayside and start 
kind of getting ready and stuff. I'm gonna. I have it out for the fish, man. I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it out for the fish today. You mad? Pretty at hardcore. Him? Yeah, I'm pretty mad at them. I'm pretty mad at them. It's been a little bit of a grind the last couple times the guy's been out, and we uh we all have a we're all going out this afternoon, so it should be a big old party, big old fiesta. But uh, well, hope they're yeah, not I'm mad, mad at them, man. Hope they uh they're gonna welcome <laughs> y'all with open arms or open mouths. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No joke, man. I mean, uh, I tell you, I tell you what. I think we definitely got a, a nice little benefit because, um, you know, I guess we're still in that crab season closure, and you can't find crab anywhere. Right. Um, and then, uh, but uh, on Thursday, we got um, we got an order in of you know like some some. Uh, some crab from our bait delivery folks um obviously not live ones but uh you know like flash frozen you know blue crabs and uh right. man i'm gonna get out there i'm gonna defrost me some and then i'm gonna man i'm gonna start quartering them up or having them up and and uh i'm gonna be ready to rock man those fish are not gonna know what's what hit them here in a little bit well Nothing before a, a good scent like that crab, man. Those uh, drum and redfish love that crab scent smell. That's right. That's right. That's gonna be so, good. You know, I'm thinking. They'll follow that. Follow that uh, odor till they get to the bait. That's good stuff. I love it. I love it, man. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, thinking we're gonna do some drum fishing, and then you know the low wind. So uh, I'm hoping that all those all those fish kind of congregate back over to the rocks and we can, you know, catch some slot red sheep's head, pub drum, you know, have some fun using some light tackle up on the, up on the rocks would be really nice that that light tackle bite's been non-existent, um, you know, for the last couple of, last couple of days. And all right, I really smack them in. I'm excited. You know, I've been go like down, down south. A lot of those guys down there are starting to throw. Uh, it's been a big hit. Is throwing those sardines. You know, you buy like you know to take offshore. The redfish go crazy oh, yeah. over those. Oh yeah, that's some really smell oily. That that's not the ones in the can. The ones that you fish with. You know. Oh yeah. You buy them for <laughs> yeah, offshore. Yeah. You know, I've caught them. I've slammed redfish on them before, Mickey, but it's been when I was in a real thick school of reds. Yeah. I mean, we were dropping those things down, and they were instantly smacking them. Um, but, you know, it's a tough bait to fish if there's, you know, any hardheads or piggy perch. Yeah, or, they get, they get soft. They, all, they just nibble that stuff off the hook. Oh, yeah. Those things get wrecked. But I'll tell you what, since he told me that, I'm going to definitely grab a – I'm gonna definitely grab a box of them and have a few on jump the boat. To, to, there you go. Cut them up. There and you go. There you go. I can do that. I'm gonna chum with one. I'm gonna chum with them and then stick one on my hook. <laughs> Cast that sucker out there. Hold on. Uh, man, have you seen this weather coming up this next week? It looks yeah, it's, terrible, uh, it's man. Gonna, it's gonna be windy but uh, warm. Yeah, it is going to be. I guess. I guess that's right. It is going to be warm. Who knows, man? It's. I. I got on. You know, my little weather apps, and it was showing. If it wasn't windy, it was showing. You know, rain and lightning and everything else. I guess it's going to be raining towards towards next weekend, and looks a yeah, little bit. Looks a little I bit think sporty. We have a, another wind switch on Wednesday or something like that. Another little front coming through. Not a temperature yeah. change, just a wind switch. Let's see here. North at 25 on Wednesday with a 20% yeah, that's chance. Then we get a get east in the wind Thursday and Friday, which will up our chances to about 30 or 40%, they're saying. But, oh, I got gotcha. you. That's not crazy, crazy. they're saying 80, Monday 82, Tuesday 82. And then Wednesday, when that front is going on, only a high of 70 Wednesday and high of 62 on Thursday, but back up in the 70s right after that. So, 
Man, that's the warmest weather we've seen in a while. I know. I mean, well, I, I like that. It's not like last summer and getting that heat wave going. Golly. Yeah. Hot and dry. Oh, my Pretty God. nasty. You don't want any of that. Yeah, there was 10, 12-hour offshore trips, man. you get out there, and we would stop and start fishing and, you know, hammer out our snapper. And we still have five, six hours of fishing left, man. Get to the next spot. And it's like my customers are looking at me like, it's hot. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And that's offshore. It's always I mean, cooler out there. Boy, I mean, the I'm talking about hot. Oh, man, Where when you, that wind had laid last year and, jeez. It was hard to breathe. I mean, you were. Yeah. It was like you're living in a microwave, man. It was just brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. Well, I'd rather that be would, hot uh, than cold. I can I can find relief when I'm hot, but when I'm cold, boy, you I and me both. I, cold to the bone. It's time to go to the warming house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get you a hot toddy and uh, soak up some heat. Yeah, buddy. I can do hot. I don't like. I don't like cold. I do not like being being cold, man. Seeing if you grew up up north, it's just the opposite. You'd rather be cold than hot. Uh uh uh. Not me, Mickey. That, you know, still at my age, they can take that cold like it's nothing to them. You know, because they're oh, so acclimated no. to it. They grew up in it, live in it. Well, I was I was born originally in Mexico. So that explains a lot. Um, I don't do the cold. It's hot down there all the time. Yes. Uh, it's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We don't. Born yeah. in Mexico. Born in Mexico. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yep, I was born in Mexico City, Mexico, and then uh, we lived in Chihuahua, Chihuahua for several years, and uh, finally came back to the states. But my first words were in Spanish. Um, I, yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. And I always thought if you were anything, you were part Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I am. I am. My dad was okay, there well, for you know Marquez. Yeah. I thought, well, hey, he's, he's Cuban. Yeah. No, I am. My my grandfather was Cuba, and my abuela was uh, was Spain. Um. And so, yeah, we're Cuban okay. and Lat Latino, and but they're the same. I mean, my my grandparents, you know, they were the same. Like just like my abuela, blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean, um, and my grandfather was uh, he sounded like the guy on the on the Dose was it uh, Dose commercial? Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just it sound a like heavy Ricky Ricardo, <laughs> like Ricky yeah. Ricardo on I Love Lucy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just as just about as strong <laughs> of an accent as as he could have. Oh gosh, he was a good man. That one. He's a good man, buddy. Desi Arnaz. Mm hmm. So yes. Yep. That's my. That's probably why I don't like the cold because it's just in my blood, you know, to be in just hot yeah. weather. I can't stand it, Mickey. It's like 55 degrees, and I'm in an Eskimo suit out there, man. I'm freezing. I'm the same way. Oh, freezing. Well, I I used to could take it pretty good, but the older I get, the more I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not good for me because I'm I, I I'm I'm I got a I got a little ways to go in life, and I still hate it. So, <laughs> uh, man. By the time I'm, I don't know, who knows, 50, 50, 60, I might be moving to Mexico to get away from it or something. Yeah, you can go to South Texas. That's just like it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so true. weird because we'll, we'll be having like a cool day up here in the 50s. And then, you know, I'll talk to Blaine. He'll be down at his ranch. And it'll be like 88 and 90 down there. Going, God, so crazy. You know, you're only talking about 320 miles, you know. Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. Yeah, it really is. Well, well I hope you guys do good. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. I think we're going to give it all we got at them and throw everything but the kitchen sink at them and hold on and see what happens. Um, 
When's spring break time this year? About mid-March? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's about mid-March. I'm hoping that uh, all this nasty wind and stuff just comes in and, you know, blows like a hurricane next week, I guess. And then the week after for spring break, we'll take a uh, – we'll take – you know, some calmer weather, you know, that would be nice. I can't remember what was going on last March, but it was, I think it was like terrible weather. I don't think we ran, I don't think we ran as many spring break trips as we really wanted. I don't, I don't remember. I think something came up. If, if, if I'm not mistaken, something crazy happened and there was like some crazy weather and, we were having to cancel trips during spring break. It was either this last year or the year before, but, man, I'm praying we don't have to mess with that this year. Well, we shall we see. Some good Every weather. year is different. Yes, sir. We'll, well see, man. I'm going to go slay some fish, though, I'll tell you that. I'm with you, my friend. It's been too long. Well, look, if somebody wants to get down to – outcast and do it up whether they want to stay in a lodge overnight or have a Heck wedding yeah. there and go fishing on their honeymoon or whatever you guys can handle it all give them some info how they can get a hold of you sharky come on with it man hop on our website it's outcast fishing with no g at the end charters.com you can check out our trip packages pricing availability right there on our website and uh man if you got a facebook hop on our facebook page it's outcast charters and uh, you can check out our, our daily catches and what we what we got going on out there. I'm hoping with all four of us being out this afternoon, we're going to be going live on Facebook, boat up into some big fish. It should be a good time. So cool. check it out. Everybody have a blessed weekend. And we'll, uh, we're going to go hammer down on them. We're going to do it. Y'all do the same, man. You have a good one, Sharky. Always a pleasure talking to you, buddy. Yes, sir. All right, Pleasure man. talking to you, Miggy. Y'all have a good week, man. Later. See you, bud. All right, that's Captain Sharky Marquez down in G-Town, Outcast Charters. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break with the national anthem coming up and all that good stuff. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.